Everyone thinks when you start your business, you have to come up with something crazy unique. The boring thing done really well and taught well yes. for consistent replicable results is unique. Is unique. Because not enough people do that. And not not everybody wants to do that. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. Today's episode, I had the pleasure of chatting with the amazing Nicole Walters. She is a business strategist and the author of the new best-selling Nothing is Missing. Nicole dropped some serious wisdom about building a successful business in this conversation I do not want you to miss. And here's a little hint. It's got absolutely nothing to do with the latest online trends. During today's conversation with Nicole, we go back to the basics and we also take a quick look back in time as we really chart the evolution of online business as we know it as the tools, the strategies to really reveal the ones that are going to help you and the ones that we can just start to ignore and kind of clear the clutter a little bit. This is about supporting you in the things that truly stand the test of time. So if you're ready to ditch those online trends just for some good all timeless strategies. You're going to love today's episode. Nicole's insights and experiences will leave you not only feeling inspired, but ready to take action on your next steps. And with that said, before we get into this episode, if you are ready to dive in and take action on your next steps, I do not want you to miss my new upcoming brand building bootcamp that I am going to launch in February. It is completely free to join and it is perfect for you if you are wanting to do just that. Build your brand. This is about, again, cutting out the noise and giving you the really clear, simple strategies that work. We're going to be doing this over a five-day experience. Each day is going to build upon the rest. And I do not want you to miss this if this is your year to build your brand. Just go to juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp to save your free seat. I will see you there. And with that, my friends, let's get started with Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hello. Oh, long overdue. So I, know. <laughs> I know. This is so fun. I feel like, gosh, I found you. I knew of you. We had mutual friends. I mean, way like I feel like we go back. When yeah. I say back, it's like <laughs> to the old days of 2018. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, to, the, to the early days of the internet. <laughs> right. But it's like there's this like pre-COVID crew and then there's like the post-COVID crew and you were part yes. of the pre-COVID crew yes. of people. And so I have known of you and your work for a very long time, got to learn more of you through your story with your book, which we'll talk about later, but got to know more of who you are. But I am just so excited to have you on the podcast today. I do feel like it's long overdue. I do know I have a beautiful community who are just going to fall in love with you like everyone else does, um, not only just for your great work in the world and your ability to help women really be self-sufficient and to lead and to own their financial freedom, but also just your vulnerability and the way that you show up in the world. It's so authentic. It's just so palpable and it's very welcoming and inviting. So thank you for that. And thank you for being this is here. so kind. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, uh, 
I know that we've been in the same circle for circle ish for so long, because like you said, this pre COVID post COVID thing is real because so many people were forced to revamp their businesses that there is this, like, I mean, now that we are like what, three years past the announcement of COVID, right. People were like now well-established business owners, yeah. you know, they like didn't fall off, didn't just go back to work, you know, that are, I started in 2020 and I've been here for almost five years now. And you're just like, Gosh, I've been at this thing for what ten years yeah. now. How like how long? Have I... yeah. So yes, good to finally meet. You know, we're the old heads. What was the year that you started your business? Mm-hmm. So I started my very first blog in two thousand and nine. Yeah. So which is uh, unbelievable at this point. Like mm-hmm. I can't believe how long it's been. Mm-hmm. And then when did you kind of transform that into the business that you have today? Yeah. So I ended up uh, quitting my full-time job in 2015, August of 2015. So uh, I was doing the whole blog thing gradually and working and managing both, which I think a lot of people don't know is like pretty normal because so much of it in this day and age, the post-COVID time is, well, I was put out of work. And so I started this thing and I made it a bajillion dollars. But the truth is most people have to like build their thing on the side for a while and hire themselves. And that's absolutely what I did. Yeah. So like, yeah, take us back there. Cause we were similar yeah. in that. Cause I also, I, well, I was a publicist in my corporate life, but then in, in my online career, I started as a blogger as well. And mm-hmm. then it was 2016 that I kind of decided to go all in on, on more online education and things like that. So share with us that journey from blogger and the type of blogger to you realizing, Oh, I've got a lot of education that people really want and need. And I need to kind of encapsulate this into an offer of sorts that goes beyond just my blog. Yeah, for sure. And I think that we both really relate to this because, um, and you've shared this story as well. So many people now are benefiting from people like us who had to do it like the old school way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're recognizing it isn't just like ads and hashtags and TikToks. Uh-huh. Like all these things are enhancements, you know, but at the end of the day, if you are learning from the people who did it when you didn't have any of those things, then that means you aren't reliant on those things, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I started off with a blog. My blog was all about um, hair, you know, hair care, yeah. hair care products, things like that. And uh, like most of the bloggers, I started it for myself. You know, I just wanted to keep track of things and kind of see here's what I'm trying and here's what I want to share and here's what I've learned and all those good things. And much like you, because I came from the marketing business development world of traditional corporate life, I also knew how they leveraged influencers from the inside. So I knew right out of the gate, I wasn't going to work for free. Like I understood budgets. I didn't have that as a hang up around pitching or asking for money. Very, very similar in both of our stories, you know, where we were like, oh yeah, no, like if I'm going to do this thing, I can get paid for it. And so when I'm ready and when I want to, and I have it built as such, thus will it will be, you know, so that was never the hang up, you know, I think for either of us was, yeah, I'll pitch, I'll get my deals, I'll do what I need to do. So that's what happened. But obviously, it was more of a gradual thing, because I wanted to make sure like I was good on benefits, and I was good on, you know, all the different things that make a life. And so within maybe five, six years or so, I was like, okay, I'm making a full time income on the side. And if I had more of my time back, then I can really expand this. Plus, I can see a new market because I never wanted to be a professional blogger. That was like never, like I like after five years, I was like, okay, I get my hair. Like I understand hair. Like I understand how it works. Like, okay, I get it. You know, the experiment is done, you know? So it was my other blogger friends coming to me, much like they were to you saying, can you help me? 
I don't know how, how are you doing this? Because I can't figure out this part of it. People who were even better at blogging than I was, you know, and then I was like, oh, well, you were doing this in corporate America because I was a professional consultant for corporations. Let me just do exactly what I'm doing in corporate for everyday people. And, um, and I still do that to this day. And I love it. Love, 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 love it. But yeah. added in constraints. It's a new year, which means it's a new opportunity for growth. And that is why I am so excited to share with you my brand new free sustainable audience growth guide. Just go to juliesolomon.net slash growth to get the details and to get your guide. This guide is the surprisingly simple way for you to build your audience this year. And guess what? You get to do it without having to post on social media every single day. Yes, my friends, if you feel like you are giving your all to building your audience, yet that follower number and that engagement are stuck in quicksand, this is the guide for you. It's time to stop wondering how to build an audience and brand that translates into a scalable business and embrace a new way that increases engagement, gives you a clear path to success, and simplifies your growth strategy. The free sustainable audience growth guide teaches you a powerful and efficient way to think differently about audience growth this year so that you work smarter and not harder while building your brand and bottom line. This is a must have for anyone serious about creating multiple income streams on the back of a solid social media presence this year. All you have to do is go to juliesolomon.net slash growth and put your name and your email in there and I will send you the guide immediately. And as a little bonus for you, with this guide, you are also going to be receiving a free video tutorial of me walking and talking you through each step outlined in the guide. Because my friends, if you are anything like me, I need a little handholding. I need the step by step by step by step. So I'm not only giving you a guide here, but I am giving you a free video tutorial for you to walk through. And you get lifetime access to this, my friends. This guide and this video is yours to keep forever. Just go to juliesolomon.net slash growth to get your hands on the guide. I'm sure that in some ways it's kind of maybe the through lines remain the same, but obviously it's evolved. But back then, what were people coming to you for? And how does that compare to today and what people come to you for? So you're right. A lot of people have evolved, um, especially as they have learned more about themselves and how they want to show up as an entrepreneur, because you talk about this all day and you interview people who say it all day. You know, entrepreneurship is the type of thing that it really can test you because you are forced to learn more about how you want to show up in this world. And if you're doing it inauthentically and not in alignment, you'll just be burnt out. Like that's what happens. So in the beginning, um, people came to me for how do I make more money? Like how do I monetize? And in particular without brands. So, you know, very early on, the people who were super wise were saying to me, Nicole, I've noticed that you don't have a bajillion followers, that you are quickly scaling to multi-figures and you're doing this through different income streams. What the heck are you doing? Because you're not, you don't want to pitch all day. You don't want to have to be relying on brands. You don't want your income to be based on what sort of deals are in the marketplace or with the economy. And so uh, people came to me for that because that is literally what I did for corporations. I created products and I helped them sell them. And so I still do that to this day. I do that right. through my mastermind. I do that through meetings and events. That's what I do. I love it. It is my gifting. I can help anyone in any business make money, whether it is a dry cleaner doing retail on the street or a online coach with, you know, intangible products. I, I'm very, very good at what I do, but I also do it with a heaping dose of 
honesty and life advice and a little bit of that life coaching element that is not so corporate friendly. So so that is why I now work for myself. <laughs> and how was that transition for you? Because I feel like, you know, and you just said it earlier, it's like when eight years ago, it sounds so weird to say that, but it was like, Back in the the 2015, the 2016, during that era, in some ways it was, I don't want to say it was easier because it wasn't because it came with its own bag of, of madness, but it was like the algorithm wasn't what it is today. There wasn't so much content out there. Um, we were really on the forefront of creating products and services that helped this kind of new wave of entrepreneurs that were coming up in the digital and online landscape. And so for you, like, how was that transition from going to that corporate kind of idea into what you're doing now? Kind of that's my first question. And then second from that, what would you say would be a benefit? Because a lot of people will say that to me, like, and probably to Unico, like, oh, well, you you had it easier because you got started earlier. And it's like, actually, no. no. Like the no. fact that you do have an algorithm that you can kind of like manage and manipulate now, the fact that there's so much content out there that all you have to do is scroll on Instagram for 2.5 seconds to see what's hitting and what's not. The fact that there is podcast and just so much information that we didn't have. You know, we had like two YouTube channels. We had like, you know, like that was it. There was like no, nothing, nothing to, to really invest in. So how was that transition for you back then when there wasn't so much support and how do you see the difference in that now for people? Yeah, no, I mean, you nailed it. Uh, a lot of people will say, oh, it wasn't as saturated. And well, you were an early adopter. And, and some of those elements are true, but at least for me in particular with my industry, like I always teach strategies that don't focus on social media to begin with because Facebook was built without Facebook. That is the reason I am still here because I didn't build a business based on hacks, tips, tricks, and trends. And so it's interesting because I know you remember this. There weren't even platforms for webinars. Like right. I, I remember every single one coming out. Yes. Yes. I, I remember my first webinar, I had to stream from YouTube, put it on a landing yes. page, go to chatroll.com, embed yes, the chat no. roll on the thing. And then it was like, add hyperlink here. Like it was so yes, clunky and ugly yes, and like, no. I mean, a mess. And like, so it's one of those things where I think a lot of people say, well, at least you didn't have the barrier of visibility and being an early adopter. And yes, that is a big barrier to like have to battle. But gosh, I would take that barrier over having to be a software programmer, a copywriter. Uh, we didn't have AI. I was a sales and marketing manager. I was customer service. I mean, these are all things that, you know, everyone has to do now, but there are tools, strategies, and teachings specifically to show you how to do it. And software, I mean, I remember when Stripe didn't exist. I remember right. when Teachable didn't exist. And now Teachable has been sold for a nine-figure exit to its owner. You know, like these right, are things right. that, you know, I remember when Zoom was new and was only used by online people. And it was this weird yes. sort of hacky tool where people were kind of like, what is this Zoom thing? You know, and I was like, at least this is quicker than the corporate Citrix that I used right. to use. You know, <laughs> like in WebEx. You right, know what WebEx. I mean? I'm like, this Zoom is so cool. You know, so I mean, the corporate heads who are listening to this know what I'm talking about. And I can tell you that, like, 
you know, yeah, you're right. It was um, easier in some ways, but now to start a business, the time frame because tech is always one of the biggest, is so much quicker and easier. And ultimately, and you do this so, so well. This is what I love about you because there's only a handful of people I really will listen to and support and send my people to and co-sign in this space. And you're one of them. Like you are focused on the strategies that stay that have staying power. They're not trend related. If you know how to negotiate, if you know how to pitch, if you know how to carry yourself and prepare yourself for presentation and make sure you can deliver on the back end, that stands the test of time. So that's why me and you are still in this game. It's not because we had it easier. We were early adopters. It's because we've learned, we've invested, but we stick with the the classic strategies. Um, and Absolutely. we teach you too. Yep. And I mean, and even thinking back, it's like, I know, and I know that you know, there's some people that started around the time that we did, and I don't- Well, they're not here. Where are yeah. they? <laughs> where are they? Like, I don't know where they are. And, so, and, and they were hot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I really look back, and I'm just like, I remember some of the people who made the loudest noise, you know? And we all know this with business. Look, not everybody's going to be the Facebooks. Not everyone's going to be the Teslas. Not everyone's going to be the Microsofts. But there's a whole lot of room in the middle to do really well for yourself. I, I live in LA and the other day I was having lunch and I was like pseudo eavesdropping, right? But the person next to me is a multimillionaire. They own like three pizza huts and an apartment building. You know, like, so they're not, I think that a lot of times we think, oh, in order to be wildly popular, we need to have a million followers and, you know, go live every day and have like the top rated podcast. And it's like, no, there are people who make great money. And the only thing they do is a great podcast, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you learn that more on this side of things. And it's what we keep trying to yell and teach every single day. Yeah. Oh, and you're, you're touching on something that I think is super important too, where it's like, you know, the bells and the whistles, the followers, the visibility, the numbers, the metrics going viral, you know, having something that's like sexy or juicy for a moment. Like it's, you know, you can't help as a human oh, nature to like be tugged to that. But if the product isn't good, the product isn't good. There's only That's so it. far that you can go. And That's I would it. love for you to touch on that and like how you were able to really assess and decide on this is going to be my offer. This is going to be what I specialize in. This is what I'm going to be known for. Because as we know, like nobody follows vanilla. Nobody <laughs> pays a premium for the jack of all trades. No one wants the general doctor in the community if they're having like, you know, a moment. Like people want mm -hmm. the specialty. They want the premium. And so how were you able to really streamline and hone in on this is going to be my offer and then I'm going to make it the absolute best that I can and then that's going to speak for itself. Well, this is such a great question. I literally don't think anyone's ever asked me it before. Everyone thinks when you start your business, you have to come up with something crazy unique. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. 
This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business business for sponsoring the show. Right. Like so wildly unique. I hear what you're saying about like, you know, nobody wants the boring thing, but people don't realize that the boring thing done really well and taught well for consistent replicable results is unique. Is unique. Because not enough people do that. And not, not everybody wants to do that. Like, and not everybody wants to do that. Who wants, right. Absolutely. And it's, it's so funny because people are sitting here saying, well, I got to find my purpose and my unique clarity and like come up with something and reinvent the wheel. And I always tell them, look, Steve Jobs did not invent the phone. He just took buttons off of it. And and that was it, you know, and and he literally revolutionized phones, right. you know, like right. because of that, it's this concept of my unique offer is that I am simply teaching basic corporate strategies that do not change, that are absolutely required, whether you make a dollar or millions of them, and that are steps that you cannot skip. And everyone else and their mama is telling you to skip. Right. And so people come to me because they're like, look, Nicole, I've been at this thing for five years and I realized I never set up my LLC correctly. Can, can you at least explain to me what that is and who I need to talk to? Right. You know, and I have people who are saying, look, I'm afraid to start because I don't even understand what it means for me to have a business bank account. And I'm like, oh, well, I can help you with that. You know, these mm-hmm. are the things where I easily could have been roped into. I should be a social media manager or I should be a manifestation coach because all of those things play a role in the work that we do. Your mindset is necessary to do these things. However, it doesn't change the fact that whether you, I don't want to say it's ego per se, but it's just been experience after 10 years. Whether you decide to work with me today or 10 years from now, you will work with me because you cannot skip the steps of, of being a structured and established business. And you can make a ton of money, you know, but you're going to lose it all, right. you know? And one thing that people know me for is if I teach you how to make a dollar, I'm also going to teach you how to keep it. Yeah. So that, that's what kept me going. Oh, that's so good. And I, I love that idea of like, I, I share that with people too, of like, let's get back to basics. Basics. Like, and what is basic for you? Because basic for you is going to be different than it is for me and, and him and her and everybody else. But let's get back to right. basics. And then, and sometimes it's like, you're over here worried about your niche or worried about this and that when you don't even know how to manage your calendar. <laughs> so let's, let's just like, basic level, like, like hello. let's just like help you structure your work schedule so that you can actually then have the time and space that's needed to figure out like what it is that you want to offer and how you want to show up in the world. So I love that you said that. And I think that that does need to be shouted more. I think that it's so easy for people to get kind of lost in the trends of things things that like, you know, and like you said, it's like manifestation is important, but if you don't know yes. how to manage your time, like you can't woo yourself to you anything. You can't woo yourself into success. Not to mention, like you're saying with this whole, like just managing your calendar and putting that on, like a lot of people really think, and we've been convinced that there is some magic 
hack mm -hmm. or magic wand, but no matter what, you're going to come back to the basics, right. you know, no matter what you're going to say. So you built an amazing business through TikTok. Now you need to hire help. Well, HR has not changed since the beginning of time, you know, like right. hiring someone who's great, who's consistent, knowing how to pay them, knowing how to manage them is the same. And you're going to find at some point in time, you're going to need to learn this stuff. There's just no skipping it, you know? And so I think you're right. Like, I wish there were more people who are yelling. It's And it's also interesting. And I know you feel this too. I don't ever feel that competitive saturation of market thing because of the fact that there are not, an, everybody will always want to do the, the cool hacks everybody's always going to want to do the trends because it's fun. It's cute. It, like you said, it's sexy. It's it's new. It's fresh. Nobody wants to do the stale stuff. I live in the stale. I thrive in the stale because stuffing is made from the stale. Okay. <laughs> like there's good things that can come from stale, you know? And so it's like, I literally am like thrilled, thrilled to, to help people get paid because we're filling in the gaps on what they need to know and can't get anywhere else. Yeah. So, so good. It's so good. I want to know what influence means to you. Mm. So I'm a God girl. So as a Christian and a believer, like a Jesus follower, for me, influence is such a privilege. And it isn't just about getting people to do what you want them to do. It's about them doing what they're sent to do. I think that we lose a lot of that in how influence is used online nowadays. I think that there's a lot of people who are saying that a strong influencer gets people to look like them versus looking like the best version of themselves. And that's something that I've tried to always from the beginning help people see, not just in the seeing themselves and me using influence well, but also see like, look, don't get lost in the shiny object system, like be in this world, but not of this world. It's okay to look to the left and look to the right as examples, but always make sure you're pulling those pieces in to say, okay, how am I using this as an indicator of where I could go for the best version of myself. And I just wish more people saw influence that way, um, with those who have the privilege to have it and those on the receiving end. Mm, I love that. It That's a question that I used to ask all the time on this show. And then I don't know why I like stopped. I think I forgot, I, but I'm like bringing it, it back. It's, so, it's important even more now. You yeah, know what I mean? It is. It's, it's the number one job. I mean, you have kiddos, I have kiddos. We have a generation now where that's like a proper profession, you know, and it's what they all want to do. You know, they're not wanting to be, you know, firefighters or astronauts, you know, they, they want to be influencers. And if we're raising them to understand what that means, you know, and yep. the power that goes with it, because have you noticed like on a mom level, like you'll get these kids who are like, well, I want to be an influencer. But on the other end, they're like, I don't, I just don't feel like I should be responsible though for people thinking like, I just want to live my life. You know, like I'm not responsible for what they do. I'm just sharing my life and they can do with it what they will. Right. And I don't need to be accountable for the content. I don't need to be accountable <laughs> for what I say. I'm just saying I want to share my life and then people can do with that what they will. And, and it's like, you're, but you're making money off of people doing what you're showing. So, right. so there is an accountability there. So I just hope that like, you know, anyone who's listening to this or anyone who's in that lifestyle, you know, or has that profession or, you know, influencing their children, you know, that we're remembering that it's such a privilege, you know, it's such a privilege and we have to teach kids to take that seriously too. Yeah, it's so true. And really, I think one of the ways that you've been showing up just recently with living out that influence is you did write a book um, yes. and it came out a couple of months ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, time no, that we're doing October, this. Yes. Over a month now, which is yes. where does the time fly? Crazy. 
So, um, and I'm going to plug the book. You, you can obviously get it wherever books are sold. I'm sure that you, did you, did you do the audible so people can get oh, that? Oh yeah. It's yes. It was, it was everywhere, by the way. She was like on yes. all the things, like she, great book launch campaign. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But what you shared in that book, like it was not a business book, which you could have easily no. written. It wasn't a how to build the business that I did or how to do this book, which you could have easily written. It was a memoir of your life and of your upbringing from immigrant parents that came from Ghana of you, you know, just some of the stuff in there was just so awesome of just like how you hustled, like how you got yourself into an incredible private school, how you got your job, like how you then kind of pivoted into the entrepreneurial world. And, and, and you share a lot personally of what has happened with, with your life and, you know, how you adopted your children and just, there was a lot there. So from your business, big vision, brilliant mind. Why did you, Nicole, decide that this was going to be the first book that you shared with the world? Ooh, the realest of the question. So um, my book, Nothing is Missing, is a memoir. And um, I received a book deal about nine years ago, my very first book deal, and it was for a business book. And I was going to write a business book and that would have been an easy sell, like you said, you know, um, and I said no to that deal. Cause I was like, I don't think I'm quite ready yet. You know, I think there's more to learn. I, you know, I want to exercise some humility. And so 10 years later to then get ready to write another business book, but then faced with my, um, 17 year old daughter who is fine now, but she was diagnosed with stage four cancer and, um, and then go through a divorce, you know, that was unexpected and complex and hard. Like they all are, you know what I mean? So that was just, um, I was just forced to reconcile a lot, you know, in the past three, four years, coupled with the pandemic, you know, that, made me feel like it was out of integrity for me to write a book saying, here's how to get the life you want. Here's how to, you know, do all these things. When frankly, I didn't like the life I wanted. I had, you know, I didn't like the life I had. I, I was like, this is, I I don't want to give people all the things without giving them the thing before the thing, you know, and, and it's, here's why this matters. Now let's talk about doing it with intentionality, you know? And so that was scary. It was vulnerable. And I was worried that people wouldn't like it. And I, it's nice because I'm chatting with you after the book is out. So I can talk a little, I, I know a little bit more about the reception of it. it it's scary doing these interviews when you have no idea how it's going to be received because you write your book in a bubble, you know, but now on this side that my book has become a New York Times bestseller that, you know, it hit all the major lists that I'm getting this incredible feedback from people about how it's changed their lives and how they never knew, you know, and and they're looking at me and all of their faves a little bit more grace filled because they are recognizing that we're real flipping people that no matter how pretty or clear skinned or well eyebrowed we seem, you know, we're, we're, messes inside some days, you know, and uh, sometimes we're battling things that you won't find out about on social ever or until long after they've passed, you know, and that I'm, I'm really grateful to have contributed. So I wrote it because people need to understand the why behind the what. Yeah, so good. And I love that you chose to write this book in this way and that you did share so much that people would have never known 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And just really kind of, like you said, any assumptions that people could have, or they could see you and, you know, this beautiful woman with a beautiful life and this multi-million dollar business and this and this and this, and not to say that all those things aren't true because they are, but it's both. It's you both. Know? Yes. Yeah, it's both. The book is called Nothing is Missing because we do have a society that's always telling us, here's what you're missing. You know, like we understand this as, you know, business coaches and consultants that like, look, people are always being told you need this funnel, you need this tool, you need this hack. And as women, we're always being told you need to be thinner or you need to be bigger, you need to be taller, you need to be shorter. Like there's always something we're told we're missing. And, you know, the truth is nothing is ever missing with us. You have what you need in the season you're in to, to get what you want, which I know you believe, you know, and, and do what you need to do in terms of your purpose and calling in that season. But also nothing is missing between the good and the bad, you know, so you're going to have to find moments of joy in the hardship. You know, I can be on TV promoting a TV show that I filmed years ago while struggling with a divorce, right. <laughs> you know, it can be both, you know, and once you start recognizing that life isn't just all one or the other, it really humbles you. It makes it a lot easier to get up and start over uh, when, when life knocks you down. Oh, I love it. And so, yes, we're going to have this in the show notes, but you can get this book wherever books are sold. <laughs> I, I know the whole spiel, Nicole. But where where is if there's a direct link that you would love to send people yeah. to for the book, please share. Yeah, absolutely. You can grab the book at nothingismissingbook.com and you can grab all my stuff at nicolewalters.com all around the internet. Beautiful. Well, another way that I know that you are using your influence for good is you've been doing a lot of really cool events in person. Like yes, juicy, in person. intimate very mm -hmm. intentional curated events throughout I think the country yes, at this yes, point. Yes. I actually did one in London and one in Mykonos recently. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So you've got to share with us about these events. Why an in-person event? Why in this way? What's the intention and what could someone expect if they were to join? Sure, sure. So, you know, because we are the old heads in this space, you know, we're always going back to our basics. And, you know, in an age where it feels like you got to play the algorithm or create all the TikTok content. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just too old. Homegirls got to an age where she just cannot keep up with these kids. You know, I come from the age where we dance with our legs and not just our arms, you know? So, so I was like, I just want to be around people. I want to meet my community. I want to be in person. And that's what I started doing. So I host these incredible dinners that I'm, I'm having in various cities like New York, Miami, Chicago. I've held two in LA, one in London, one in DC, one in Mykonos. And um, and they've been great, you know, where I just say, look, this is not expensive at all. Like, you know, the rate for a lot of things is like 300 bucks, you know, to sit down and dine with the New York Times bestselling author, all of her friends, billionaire artists. And, and you literally can just get in there, 10, 12 people. And uh, we just talk. We talk like normal people. It's like mom's night out. You know what I mean? And we talk about business and we answer questions and I can answer the things that I wouldn't say on live. And I can talk about the things that I maybe am going through now and aren't quite ready for a book. You know, we can just be regular. And then if people say, look, I want to work with you or I want to build my business or let's we've started work here, let's keep it going. Then people have the opportunity to maybe come to my office in Beverly Hills and we do a sit down for the day or join one of my mastermind uh, cohorts, you know, or something that makes sense. But we get to do that because we know each other and it's old school, 
but gosh, it works. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you, that you bring it back to the basics of that. Cause I remember there used to be in, I don't live in LA anymore, but I did for a long time. And there would be dinners like that all the time where we could all just mastermind with each other and get to know one another and network, not in a superficial way. And, and I feel right. like after post COVID, like you're, you're, you're leading that path and bringing that back. And I think that's important. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. So if people want to hear more about those, where can they go to get more info? Absolutely. You can get more information about that at NicoleWalters.com. Oh, cool. So easy, easy for that. Okay, Nicole, before we wrap up our awesome conversation, I would love to know what is to come. Like the book is out. That baby has been birthed. You have this amazing business. Is there even anything like, are you just settling into just you and your community? Is there anything that you're super excited about? I feel like that was a question that, you know, when I've been there before for anyone, when after you do something big, they're like, okay, what's next? And you're just like, let me live, you know, literally nothing, nothing's next. Sleep is next. (laughs) So like, what, what do you feel that 2024 has like on the horizon for you? You know, I've said to myself, I'm approaching my forties and the big thing for me in 2024 is relationships, you know, of all sorts, whether it's with my community, my friends, you know, I'm engaged, I'm getting, you know, remarried. I want to have babies biologically, you know, like there are all these things that, um, I just want, I see so much value in. So that's really what's next in a business way. I live in LA, like there's TV show pilots that are floating around, like, you know, there's, so who knows what's going to pop up, but you know, I don't get my validation in work, you know, which is such a big thing for me. Uh, I get it in my relationships. So that's the big thing is just diving deep with anyone who I come in with and figuring out how I can serve and how I've been sent and how I can help them be their best too. Oh, I love it. That's so good. Oh, well, Nicole, thank you for being here. Finally, I feel like it's been a long time coming. I love that we got to do this. Love sharing you with my community. Um, I'm sure a lot of them already knew who you were, but if they didn't, they do now. Um, And so for those listening, if anything resonated to you today, or if you just want to like shout out and just be like, hey, you, you know, ladies had a great conversation. I appreciated it. Just screenshot today's episode, tag me and Nicole on Instagram. Let us know what you were feeling, what you were thinking, anything that you took away from it, or just say hi, because we're in the season of relationships and building relationships. And so we're going to, we're going to like keep that going with this. Um, Nicole, what is your Instagram handle for those that want to follow you over there? Yes. If anyone wants to follow me there, it's Nicole Walters. You can find me all around the internet using just that. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Nicole, for being here. I so appreciate it. You're the best. Thanks for having me. And there you have it, my friends. Another day, another great episode here on the Influencer Podcast and another incredible guest. And do not go anywhere because those guests are not going anywhere. We have some incredible guests coming up for you as we dive more into this month and next month, including Mariana Hewitt, Ali Casaza, Tyler McCall, and so much more. So make sure to keep your earbuds tuned in to all the good stuff that we're having on this podcast, especially now that we're dropping two episodes a week. That is really my goal for you to bring you the people, the strategies, and the tools that are actually going to support you in moving the needle this year. And with that, I'm also going to be bringing you some experiences that you can opt into as well if it feels aligned. And one of those that is coming up in February is my brand building bootcamp. This is a completely free new bootcamp that you can join to help you build your brand this year. This is perfect for you if you are ready to cut out the noise and really focus in on some simple strategies that build upon each other that you can take immediate action on every step of the way. And the best part is that we get to do this together, my friends. I'm going to be live with you during this bootcamp to support you in the strategies and also to be there in real time to coach you through them, to get 
get your questions answered if you have a question for me. Me and you walking through this step by step by step, that is how we're going to be doing this brand building bootcamp. You can save your free seat at juliesolomon.net slash bootcamp. We get started on February 14th. You will not want to miss it. And with that, my friends, I will see you next week on Monday, same time, same place for some more good podcast juice. Talk to you soon. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all of that good stuff.